I sleep three quarters of every day. I'm not actually sleeping, but I'm not aware. And to avoid the real subject, 79 and 208 call it sleeping, not being overcome, which is the really nasty version of sleeping. 999 seems to get more exasperated with them by the day. And when I'm aware of what's going on, I'm aware I'm in a car with 999, just her and I. And I'm aware that 208 and 79 each drive a car of their own. I recognize road signs saying miles, not kilometers. We must be back in the States. Then I'm no longer aware. And then I'm aware again, and this time I awake and I'm alone in a car parked in front of a roadside diner. I am lost, lost, lost. Where am I? What is going on? What happened to 999? Moments after I awake, really no time at all, all three of them, 79, 208, 999, all of them are with me, opening the car door, saying, hey man, how are you? And you're awake. And are you hungry? And I'm saying, yes, I'm hungry. And where were you? And where are we? And what is going on? And then I'm aware of nothing else until I am again. I am in bed and 999 is in bed with me and she's holding me and we are spooning and our skin on both of our bodies is sweaty. I'm breathing hard and I'm hot and I kick off the covers. And it feels, it feels good. good. I feel strong, but it feels wrong. But I'm not aware of that for long. I drift in the Then I am in again, and I'm looking at Robbie. And Robbie is talking to 79, saying, Well, we did call it Crazy Rock, so I guess it's not a huge surprise it made him crazy. And I think, wait, what? Robbie is saying I'm crazy? Crazy Rock made me crazy? But then I'm gone again. The next time I'm aware, I'm like, Robbie, is that you? I'm sitting at a picnic table by the side of the road. The sun is low and warm, and even though the temperature is maybe 35 or 40 degrees, I'm comfortable. I haven't seen Robbie in over a week. The last time I saw him, he was in a Polaroid photograph of him with his kidnappers. Robbie says, yes. It's me. I'm okay. And we're going to get Jan and Joanna back, too. We're still tracking them. You know, Rufus and Anna? I asked Robbie, Did they hurt you? But Robbie says, No, it's not like that. We've tried to explain it to you. Robbie says that. Then he looks at 999 and he says, he just doesn't get it. As soon as he understands, he forgets. And I understand that, and I panic, and I hear myself say, what is wrong with me? Why can't I? And I'm gone again. I've gone away, but I didn't leave. 
then I'm aware of being hugged by Joanna. I hear her say, will he ever be normal again? And I know she's talking about me. And I strain for the answer because I want to know too. Will I ever be normal again? But I don't hear anyone answer Joanna. At this point, I'm assuming the answer is going to be no. No now, no forever. No is the new normal. And I hear them discussing something. Nevada, Arcana, Jan, Joanna is telling them a story, instructing them. But I can't quite understand what is going on. Then, I do. The next time I'm aware, I'm aware. You know what I mean? I'm back, baby. And I'm like, what the actual fuck is going on? We're in a big empty building. I'm face to face with Rufus and Anna. First thing I do, first thing anyone in the right mind does, is I punch that asshole Rufus right in the kisser. Boom! <laughs> I yell, that's for jail. That's for jail. Yeah, it feels good. But then Robbie and 79 and 208, they're all grabbing me and they're holding me back. And I'm like, what the hell, man? Blood is streaming down Rufus's face, but he's smiling. A big smile with his aggravatingly perfect white teeth. Uh, I wish I could have knocked out at least one of them. Anna is standing there too, arms crossed. She's got a smirk like, I told you so. Rufus does nothing to stop the blood flow, which drains down to his lips and mouth and makes him look like Hannibal Lecter mid-meal. And I'm struggling and struggling before I realize that Rufus and Anna are doing nothing. No guns, no punches. And then Jan and Joanna are there and everyone's telling me to calm down, which makes me so much angrier. Who the fuck ever, in any occurrence never, not once calmed down when someone said calm down. You might as well say, here's some gasoline. Let's get this guy really fired up. Calm down. Please. Hey, my calm is down. My calm is non-existent. On a scale of 1 to 100, my calm is at zero. So, yeah, I'm down with the calm. What you want from me is to bring my calm levels up to calm up. But I ain't doing that either because fuck you and you and you and all y'all. <sighs> okay. So... I'm starting to see Jan and Joanna's point. I take a deep breath, and I look at Jan. Her face isn't a big bruise anymore, and I realize that she's beautiful. Never really thought of her that way, but she is. And what I did next, I didn't do with a grand plan in mind, and I clearly surprised everyone, but it felt like the right move. I mean, right over there, the bloody nose I gave Rufus was pouring down into his mouth and down around his chin and curling under and rolling down his neck and soaking his shirt. A few feet away from that, Anna is standing there the way a bitchy ex-supermodel stands when she has to wait for something, and I was being held back by three entirely different human beings when... I kissed Jan. It felt like the right move because I could see into the future again, and Jan was in the future. So, Jan is right there, right in front of me. I crane my neck and I kiss her. I kiss her just like the kiss in the movies. And Jan is surprised, but she embraces me and kisses me back. It's a strange moment because Robbie, 792208, they're all holding me and I'm kissing Jan. It hasn't been like that since college. 
Then Jan is touching my cheeks, cupping my face in her hands and kissing me passionately. She's wiping away tears on my face and tears on her face. We're crying and laughing and she's hugging me and I realize, oh, fuck. The only way I'm back like this is that they gave me Computronium. <laughs>